Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. Chapter 14 of 1 Corinthians, Paul now leaves the gentle calm of 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, quote-unquote, only to promptly leap into one of the greatest issues to divide the church since the upper room. When the issue of speaking in tongues surfaces, you could do, certainly as many others have done, and that's simply ignore the whole matter and hope it all goes away. Yet please note that Paul begins chapter 14 by telling us to pursue love and to pursue spiritual gifts. And one of those gifts is speaking in tongues. I'd like to say that it seems that much of the trouble we experience concerning this gift is not so much the existence of or the practice of such by those who possess it, but rather how and where this gift is practiced and the understanding of its place within the greater church today. In other words, it's the peripheral issues that surround the gift of tongues more than the actual gift itself which seems to cause all of the commotion. And it does indeed cause a lot of commotion. The answer to this issue is not to reject all spiritual gifts because they've been mishandled. Although I know it's often simply easier to do so. A prophecy, prophecy may involve predicting future events. We get that. But its main purpose, its main purpose is to communicate God's word to people, providing insight, warning, correction, encouragement. So again, it's not the gift itself, but how the gift is being utilized. The gift of speaking in tongues was a concern to the Corinthian church because it had caused, as it does today, such disorder in the worship. Speaking in tongues indeed is a legitimate gift of the Holy Spirit, but the Corinthian believers were using it as a sign of I don't know, spiritual superiority rather than a means to spiritual unity. Let me ask you, do you want God's special gifts to build up the church or to use for yourself? Spiritual gifts are beneficial only when they are properly used to help everyone in the church. We do not exercise them, or at least we should not exercise them, to make ourselves feel good. Now the issues in this division are as follows. One, there is an inference in this text that in really an outright declaration that one cannot be spirit-filled unless he or she speaks in tongues. That is one of the lines which are held in many churches today. The second one of these is the belief that tongues is a mandatory possession for any Christian, or at least it is a gateway gift, meaning it is a mandatory door, if you will, that must be passed through in order to receive and achieve other gifts. Thirdly, one of the lines it's held to is that the practice of what is called corporate tongues. That's when multiple people speak in tongues all at the same time within a public church service. And lastly, number four, the practice of public speaking in tongues with no interpretation. These are the problems. Herein, in these four things, lie the problems and really all the division in a nutshell. Verse 1 of our text says, Follow after love, 
and earnestly desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. So, as if to place this issue at some sort of priority or some level of importance, Paul now tells those in the Corinthian church that in their pursuit, in their desire of spiritual gifts, their thirst should be the greatest, and that is to prophesy. While that word contains the idea of foretelling a future events pertaining to the kingdom of God, it also means to speak forth by divine inspiration. So that encompasses the practice of teaching, refuting, reproving, admonishing, and the comforting of others. Such description may take some worldly glamour out of the word But rightfully, it brings it down to earth. It brings it into a practical application. Prophecy, the gift that comes forth from the pulpit and from other pastors and teachers within this very fellowship, which I'm a part of. We are herein again called to follow after, or better, to pursue love. The word herein means relentless persistence. Because you see, love is never to be satisfied. Whatever we have is simply not enough. It is also always to be our supreme pursuit within the church and our supreme pursuit for one another. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information, on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.